What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Sports Talk with yours truly, the one and only Gabe Baltier. Guys, today we got lots to talk about, lots to break down, a lot of information for you guys to take in. Here we go. We're going to start it off with some of the Premier League and some Copa del Rey. If you guys know what that means in Spanish, it is one of the soccer tournaments in the Spanish League. Big games coming up today as well as in the Premier League. I'm going to give you guys what happened yesterday, my thoughts, what are the implications, and today a big game in the Premier League versus Le Leicester City versus West Ham. It's going to be a lot of fun to talk about as well. We're going to give you guys some hockey. I haven't talked about hockey in a while, so we're going to give you guys some of some hockey stuff. We're going to be talking about the big game that happened last night. New York Rangers, my guys, the one and only, faced the Islanders. Big New York Central rivalry. They've actually played each other the past two weeks. They've had, I want to say, three games against each other. It has been an absolute dogfight. And if you guys know the rivalry between the Islanders and the Rangers, you'll know what's going on. Guys, let's get it going. Let's kick it off. Here we go. Premier League. Let's kick it off. Here we go. Yesterday, big game in the Premier League, Chelsea versus Arsenal. This game was a very crucial game for both teams. They both needed three points they needed to move up in the in these standings because both teams aren't doing as well as predicted i mean you know chelsea over the past couple years has not been the team that you want you know that you would want to follow but chelsea is a team that you'd want to follow is a team that over the past several years has been the team that you guys have known to be a very quality team right now <clears throat> chelsea's in fourth and Arsenal is in 10th. And this is after yesterday's game. And because they tied 2-2, so they each got a point. Wasn't much of a difference, but I think it was it was necessary that Chelsea definitely had a good game. You know, they came Chelsea is a team that has been so inconsistent this season and have not you know, they did have they have a young coach, Frank Lampard is in there and he's, you know, he's trying to definitely get his, his young team and Chelsea have a very young team you know that they don't have any old strikers that have you know the the stamina of uh, they, well you know they have a lot of young strikers which means they don't have a lot of experience and with experience comes knowing the game you know having consistency when you play you know they have Giroud who's kind you know he's kind of there not he doesn't play as much anymore um you know, I think the oldest person that is in the striking half of Chelsea is Willian. And Willian, you know, he hasn't been playing very much. He's not the most consistent guy. But, you know, they need, you know, and they have Tommy Abraham, who's young. Um, Mount, who's young. You know, Pulisic, who's in there, who's coming out onto the left side, who's usually playing a couple games here and there. But, you know, the, 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 a lot of youngsters in the, in the starting squad, which I think has kind of dragged down Chelsea in the past couple of in the past couple of games and it's been tough because you know Chelsea are well known for <clears throat> winning games you know they have a legacy of winning games and they you know they beat um <clears throat> pardon me they beat they lost to Newcastle over the weekend so this is kind of a this was kind of a needed win like when you lose to Newcastle and, and I talked about this on my other podcast uh soccer time which you guys should definitely tune in Sunday evenings soccer time great great um podcast if you guys like soccer <clears throat> gives you the rundown of what's going on definitely a great great podcast uh, basically talk about all the leagues in europe 
Um, we're going to talk about the MLS when it comes in into play, international soccer, the Euros. It's a great podcast. Really hope you guys uh, enjoy that one. And you should you should uh, listen to it Sunday evenings. Um, link is in uh, the Instagram. I'll put it up when I post it a lot everywhere. But um, yeah, so they lost Newcastle, which was a huge, huge loss for these guys. And you know when you when you lose to a team that's in the bottom three. You know, that's a real wake-up call, especially when you're Chelsea. You know, when you're a team that's that good and has that much um, talent on the team, it's very tough to lose to such a bad... And, you know, I'm not trying to rat on it or trying to be rude against um, Newcastle, but it, it's tough. It's very tough. It's very tough. But anyway, Chelsea-Arsenal was very back and forth, played, you know, each team was playing at a high-intensity level that... We, they really needed to because, you know, you can't really slip up against these against one another, you know. There's so much on, on at stake and online, and it's it's very – they really, I think, showed, and, and as I was watching the game, they really seemed that they, like, no, no – I mean, you never want to lose, but it was like, oh, we can't lose this game, we can't lose this game, we can't lose this game. And they were playing very well, you know. They, the Chelsea was getting into the attacking third very quick, so was Arsenal. It was very back and forth. Um, I think you know something like almost. I think something that turned the tables a little bit for Arsenal was David Luiz got a red card um, in the in the before. I think it was a little bit before in the 30th minutes of the game, right before halftime. Um, it was you know played a bad. Pa- it, it all started with a bad pass from the Arsenal center back. He tried to play it back to David Luiz, but it went. It didn't make it all the way back to David Luiz, and it just stopped there. Tommy Abraham came in, picked it off. Chipped it over Bono, um, or pardon Bono Leno, or I said Bono Leno, and um, and he was on goal. David Luis came in, tried to do a slide tackle, but it did not work out that well. It, it just panned out being a a you know clear red card it was sent was sent straight off, and it was it was you know I think that's where kind of the the wind shifted, start things started changing, and it was you know it was it was difficult for. For Arsenal to play with ten men, especially when you're trying playing three at the back, I think they played a lot more, you know, <clears throat> um, steady in the midfield. They had a lot of holding midfielders in there, trying to block the middle so they couldn't get penetrated, you know, through the with those through balls that Chelsea would usually play with Tommy Abraham and uh, Mason Mount and all those guys. But you know, and then and then Arsenal scored um, right before the half, you know, a great through ball. Put put him in, and he was it was a great goal. So it was one one and a half. Moving on to the second half was still same thing. Very um, solid soccer from both teams. Definitely played very strongly, you know. And then <clears throat> uh, Aspilicueta scored for Chelsea in the 80th minute, and they thought they had it in the bag. I mean, it was it was so you know like that's just where your confidence can just be. Oh, we got the game, we got the win, we're good. Like no, you got to keep playing. Till the 90th minute, and I say this all the time about soccer: the game is never over until the referee blows that final whistle. You got to keep putting on the pressure, and I think that's what happened um, in a lot of the games for Chelsea. They will they'll take their foot off the gas, and they'll be like, "You know what? We got this win. We're going to be okay. Let's pull back. Let's throttle back a little bit." But you know what happens when when you do that? The other team can will will score a goal no matter what, or they'll get a lot of close opportunities and. Thankfully, or you know, for an Arsenal's case, they got a second goal. Uh, Bellerin came in, was at the top of the 18, just hit, just ripped one, 
with the inside of his foot. It crawled. It was uh, it didn't even go in the air. It was just all on the ground. So it was very hard for Kepa, the Chelsea goalkeeper, to see it, and it just went right through and went to the bottom left corner. And it was very tough for Chelsea. You know, Kepa, you could definitely see that he was. Um, upset about it you know he was mad at his, his his defenders they should have put it like you know they should they honestly they should not have let him shoot from that far to be totally honest but you know uh they both got a point chelsea's moves chelsea's in fourth arsenal in 10th you know arsenal's trying to get into the top 10 you know despite being the 10th pl- place right now they want to keep moving in um and getting those and getting and moving up the leaderboard because you know they're trying to they're trying to get into fifth spot they at least want to get into the Europa League because that's you know that's the fifth spot right there and currently Man United is in that spot but we'll see how that goes on but moving on to today Leicester West and Leicester City versus West Ham United is going to be a big game this is a must need win for Leicester City because they're sitting in third place right now behind Manchester City and Leicester lost last weekend to Southampton and it was a dramatic 2-1 win uh, for Southampton, but it hurt Leicester in the fact that they are now in third, you know. And, and, and you know, right now it seems to me that the Premier League is, there's gunning for, like, all the teams are gunning, are trying to, you know, of course they're trying to get to the first place, but that's not going to happen because Liverpool is just playing outstanding. You know, they have such a strong lead against every other team. You know, they're a clear more than 10 points ahead of everyone. But it seems to me that now everyone is just fighting for that second place spot. They want to be like, hey, I got second place, you know. But it's it's been a very back and forth with um, Leicester City and Manchester um, Manchester City. And Leicester City was holding on to that lead for a long, long time. They were making sure that Man City would not move up and would stay in third place because Leicester City would win games. But when Leicester City slipped up, <clears throat> Man City took advantage. And, <clears throat> pardon me, and... They capitalized. Man City won, moved in the second place, and now they're and now Leicester City is trying to fight to get into that second place spot. You know, West Ham is um, they're sitting towards the bottom. You know, looking at relegation right now. Hopefully, they're not going to get relegated because West Ham has been a part of the Premier League for a while. Um, you know, despite having a lot of issues and having a lot going on with them, they are a team that's been around the Premier League for a while. But this could be this could be an easy three points for Leicester because we know the power that Leicester have. We know what they can do. We know how they operate. You know, with uh, Madison and Vardy and all those guys, they have such power in their attack and such goal scoring, like scoring machines up front that it should be an easy win for for Leicester City. You know, I think that you know, <clears throat> with the quality of players and the amount of you know variety on this team that they've proven to us throughout the season, despite being behind Liverpool, is that they are a very strong team. You know, they deserve to be in the spot they, they are in right now. You know, they've beat a lot of the top-tier teams. They've beaten Man City. They've beaten Man United. They've beaten, you know, Chelsea. They, so they're, they're, very, uh, strong, they're a very strong team. Don't, like, they have a lot going for them. And I think this win is going to push them, hopefully, in the second place. We'll see because we, lot of, we have a lot of games going on. And I hope, and hopefully, they can they can get this these three points because these three points are definitely something that Leicester City need. You know, they definitely need this win. Another big game that's been going on today, or that's going to go on today, is a Manchester United versus Burnley. And we know how Manchester United goes when they play middle of the pack, lower of the pack teams. They tend to slip up, and it tends to go very poorly for Man United. So we'll see how that goes because we know Burnley can put up some 
some serious points and can definitely score some goals and put pressure on Manchester United because, you know, they, they've done it before. They've done it before. They've done it against Man City. You know, they did it against Arsenal. They did it against Tottenham. So they have the, the, the ability to put some pressure on Manchester United. And, you know, United is, is not looking too hot. You know, they are sitting in fifth place, but it is very tough coming off a loss against the top-tier leaders of Liverpool, which they played last weekend. But, you know, this is going to be this is gonna be a test for Man United. Are they really supposed to be in the fifth-place spot, or are they just kind of hoping they just don't lose it, you know? And then I hope they – I hope we'll see. You know, that's going to be a lot of, of back and forth. We're going to see can Manchester United really pull off a strong game? Can they really do what they were, you know – can they really hold up to the expectation of of a fifth spot team? You know, fifth fifth place is like, you know, oh, fifth place. But they, you know, that's contention for the Europa League. You know, do they deserve to be in the Europa League? We'll see. All right, so we're going to move from the Premier League into El Copa del Rey, which is the another Spanish tournament that's been going on. This is the round of 32, so it's a little bit, this is pretty early in the stages. So there are a lot of teams in the game right now. But Barca's playing Ibiza. Which is probably going to go a blowout for Barcelona, you know. They, but you never know. The Barca has a new coach. He is, you know, someone that was, uh, who is the coach from a. Um, pardon me, I'm forgetting the name where he was from. But you know, he co- he's now the new coach of Barcelona. We're going to see. This is going to be one of his first games with them, so we're going to see how he goes. But the game I'm looking at, because I'm a Real Madrid fan, so I'm being biased, is the Real Madrid. <clears throat> Pardon me. Real Madrid versus Salamanca, which is, you know, going to be a hopefully easy win. I'm not trying to, you know, put up predictions, but hopefully it's going to be an easy one for Real Madrid. Get them through the next round. But, you know, these teams, you know, this is the thing with El Copa del Rey is that the, the first round is like very, you know, you put such strong teams. Real Madrid, Sevilla, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona against lower pack teams that no one's even heard of. I mean, Salamanca, like who's who's ever heard of this team? You know, Ibiza, we know. Like, I didn't even know they had us. I mean, you know, I know the place because it's, you know, it's a, it's a very popular place to visit. No idea that they had a soccer team. I mean, you know, they was in Spain, so it makes sense. But Salamanca, I've never heard of. And it's very, you know, I've never really been a huge, like, advocate for putting such strong teams against such lower teams because then it's just embarrassing for the other team. And, you know, it's good for the, it's good for Real Madrid because they can easily move on to the next round. Same thing with Barca, move on to the next round. But that, but this is teams where you can't underestimate. You know, this is I always say this about soccer. Sometimes you can't underestimate the other your opponent because they can always. I mean, <laughs> very very slim chance that Ibiza beats Barcelona. Um, but you know, there's you can never underestimate. You know, sometimes they can get a lucky goal and you know you're tied one one or they, you know you slip up and you're being lazy and they score and you know you're already you know they, you should never underestimate teams. That's what I'm saying. But big game for Real Madrid today. Looking to move on to the round of the uh, <clears throat> 16. So that's the games that we are looking at today. So that's the soccer side of it, guys. And now we are going to move on to NHL. Guys, we haven't talked about hockey in a while. But if you know me, I am a huge Rangers fan. Have been for a long time. And despite them having <clears throat> some bad seasons in the past, I am still a big Rangers fan. And when we play the Islanders, let me tell you guys... I do not like the Islanders, and it is a huge, 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 huge rivalry because, you know, New York City has a lot of um, teams, more than one team, so, you know, there's a Giants, 
and the Jets, the you know, there's the Islanders and the Rangers. And when they play each other, it is a huge, 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 huge rivalry. And the games are always intense. There's always like fights going on and fans are getting rowdy. It's a great atmosphere to go to if you haven't gone if you live in the New York State area or New York City area. Definitely get to a Rangers game when they play the Islanders because it is an amazing experience. I think everyone should experience it. But the Islanders and the Rangers have played each other in the three times in the past uh, two weeks. And the Rangers won the first one, Islanders won the second one, and now they won the third one. So now the Islanders have kind of taken control of the, of the rivalry that's been going on, the New York City rivalry between the Islanders and the Rangers. But the Rangers played very well, had a strong, strong first period, you know, even though the Islanders did score twice in the first period, so they kind of had to get the momentum of scoring goals in there. But it was very tough because the rain, the, the Rangers uh, had, this season have been very inconsistent. They've had a couple of wins here, a couple of wins there, but it's never been the perfect season for the Rangers. It's been very back and forth. You know, they'll win sometimes, but not all the time. And the problem when you play such a strong team such as the New York Islanders is that they will capitalize on your mistakes very fast you know right now the islanders are playing very very well <clears throat> they're sitting in third in the metropolitan conference as as we are sitting in second to last so you can see the difference between you know the two teams but they played you know the islanders really brought their game you could see it through all three periods how strong they're playing they're connecting passes they were the 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 movements throughout the ice like when one player didn't have the puck they were all getting the attack and it was very very strong you know the i think the rangers couldn't really handle that in the sense that it was just the the movement was too fast and this has been a problem with the rangers um the past couple of games um if you guys watch hockey you can if you watch the rangers you'll see this is that they will tend to be hesitant shooting the puck you know when you're in when you're like it's just it, this, this bothers me all the time and i you know i when i watch the games i'm like screaming and I'm like oh my god just shoot the puck but they will literally you know be hesitant to shoot you know sometimes you don't have a clear shot sometimes you don't want to mess up you know whatever this and that but they really should be taking advantage of the the opportunities they have because they have great shooters i mean De uh, tony d'angelo who's a defenseman has a great long range shot i mean he can just rip it and it, it, like it's fast, strong, it's accurate. So he should be taking sh more shots. I mean, like they and they all, you know, a lot of the, uh, the attack and like all the attackers have great shots, and they just kind of hesitate. They're kind of like, ah, maybe we can do it, maybe we can't do it. You know, it was it was very. It's for me, it's a big issue the in inconsistency of the shots on goal, which is kind of like you know, it was very tough. It was very tough, but they had a great game. The Rangers scored two goals. Um, in the second and third, but the rain, but the Islanders capitalized, scored two more goals, made the final four-two, and the Islanders took, came away with the win. But it was it was tough, you know. It was it was definitely a uh, a tough game. Pardon me for the Rangers because they really thought they could get this win, um, and it was you know very back and forth, you know very back and forth. But those games are always exciting. And, you know, we'll see how the Rangers continue to do this season. You know, the Islanders are definitely looking to make the playoffs um, as the Rangers are just trying to get a solid string of consistent games going. But, you know, that is that's that was tough. That was very tough, you know. Um, and then on the NFL side, guys, a big football going on the past couple next 
two weeks. We have the Pro Bowl coming up this Saturday. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, I think it's a you know, whole weekend thing. So, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Then we got the Super Bowl in two weeks. You know, Chiefs versus 49ers. That's going to be an awesome game. I'm so excited for that game. I know it's far in advance, but I'm super excited to see Kansas City versus the San Francisco 49ers because they're such strong teams in every aspect of the game, offensively, offensively defensively, just super, super, super good, you know. And it's gonna be. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a game of um, <clears throat> whose defense is going to make the most stops, you know, and who's going to be able to run their routes, who's going to, you know, make some big plays and score some um, big TDs. But, guys, that is all for today on the Sports Talk. I hope you guys enjoyed what you hear. I love making these podcasts, and I, you know, I really hope you guys enjoyed listening to these podcasts, getting the info, getting my take. You know, if you guys like it, definitely keep keep listening in, um, as well as the music that has been going on that I've been using in here is from Epidemic Music. It is a great website. It is not too expensive, but you can use it in videos, podcasts, basically anywhere if you're making movies or short films. Definitely use Epidemic Music. They have great stuff, all types of genre, rock, R&B, hip-hop, um, EDM, country, classical, all everything you can basically think of. They have great, great artists up there and great, great songs. So definitely use that as well, guys. We are starting to work with a new sponsor called 1306. It is a website and it is going to be there. You can also find our stuff on there. We're going to be posting. They're going to be posting our stuff on there. Definitely follow that. We're going to be working with those guys very, very soon. It is coming up in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. As well as listen in to Soccer Time every Sunday, every Sunday evening. Just get your lowdown of what's going on in the soccer world. If you're huge soccer fans, that is a podcast for you. But besides that, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys later.